Hello and welcome to the Slow Home Podcast. This is the podcast for people looking to learn about slow living in a fast-paced world. My name is Brooke McCallery. Thank you for joining us. And my name is Ben McCallery and this is episode 172 of our plastic-free July episodes, even though it's not quite July. Yeah, we want you to get prepared before Plastic Free July. And you know what? It's not just July specific. This is just about reducing plastic use, I think, year round. So last week we covered the big four, those major and easy things I think that we can make changes on right now, plastic bags, takeaway coffee cups, straws and drink bottles. This week we want to focus on products that we buy that come wrapped in plastic. And I'm not necessarily talking about commercial products like crackers or chips that come in a plastic bag, but I'm talking about things like when you go to the butcher and they used to use wax paper, now they use plastic like basically a flat plastic bag. Well, it's a plastic sheet yeah. and then a plastic bag. That's correct. So you've got at least two layers of plastic on yeah. your meat when you go to the butcher or the fishmonger. Yeah. Uh, you go and buy a loaf of bread, the bread comes in a plastic bag. Even if you go to a, like a bakehouse where the bread is sitting there, not in plastic, they will put it in plastic and hand it over to you. Uh, takeaway meals, sushi, things like punnets of berries at a farmer's market. Yeah, like, like your that. fruit and vegetables. Uh, those, Already pre-packed. Those, yeah, all those pre-packed blueberries, yep. all that stuff. You go to the deli, you buy some, you know, cheese that he cuts for you or um, some meat, whatever. He will yep. wrap that in plastic. Same yep. with you go and buy smoothies or a juice. It comes in a plastic cup or a paper cup that's plastic lined with a plastic, with a plastic lid. Yeah. yeah. So they're the things that we're going to look at today. Again, it really is simply a matter of switching out. You don't have to not get these things. It's just a matter of coming up with strategies and products, I guess, that make those things plastic-free and also having to kind of deal with the awkwardness of talking to your provider about using something that's not plastic, which we've done quite a lot of lately. So I don't eat meat, so you're the one who usually goes to our butcher and the last few times you've had an interesting kind of conversation with him about plastic. Well, this is, yeah, I guess it's been building up over time, but we started not recently in the last... I don't know, six months or so, starting to use glass containers to put our meat in. Yes. So they're like, how would you describe it? They're them? a Pyrex dish. Okay. And they a have Pyrex a, dish. They have a, our ones have a plastic and a lid. lid. Yeah, yeah. But we use them to store anything, leftovers, leftovers. We can freeze, we can heat them yeah. up. Yeah. Anyway, very, very versatile. And so it was basically you saying, oh, this, all this plastic is just ridiculous. Take the glass Pyrex to the to the butchers and just get them to put the meat straight in. So the first time I did it, I think you were there as well, mm-hmm. the butcher basically looked at us and said, why would we do that? Yeah. Why do you want to do that? As in, it's completely inconvenient, not only for us, but for him as well. Yeah. He just could not understand it. And he's a really, really nice guy, but he just really struggled, mm-hmm. really struggled with it. So he ended up doing it. And there might have been a smirk or a smile. He was a bit, and a, yeah, he was a bit bemused. Very bemused at the whole thing. But we persevered. We went back. <laughs> we did. We went back and back 
with the glass container and I, we were, I was known as the glass container guy. And what was really beautiful in the last couple of weeks is when I've gone in there, he's spoken about how there's other people now Do doing now? it. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, there's four or five of you now doing this. And then beautifully, last time I was in there, I was actually in there with someone using a container as well. Mm. And I just sort of smirked back at him and said, <laughs> ha, revolution, baby. Exactly. But the interesting- It was so satisfying though. The interesting thing is you start to talk to people. Like, yes, you know, guys like the butcher, they use plastic hundreds of times a day, but then you start to talk to them about why we're doing it. And I often just say to people, I'm doing an experiment mm. to see how much plastic I can cut. And that's yeah. a really- friendly way of doing it it's not judgmental no one feels like they need to feel bad about using plastic it's just that's the least awkward way to introduce the idea of of using reusable containers to someone who hasn't done it before but once you start talking to them they're like yeah the amount of plastic we use is insane the butcher even said to me if everyone did what you're doing i wouldn't need plastic bags yeah it's like you know it's a light bulb moment correct yeah so I think, um, I, I mean, I think that's fantastic. And the more people who do it, the less awkward it becomes. But I think the key takeaway for me from that is it's worth feeling awkward the first couple of times. Yeah. It's absolutely worth it. And, and you, you will do. get past you it. Do, you do definitely feel awkward. You do, especially yeah. if you're the, literally the first person who's ever done it. Mm. Uh, so I had a similar experience at the bakehouse. That's right. They do delicious sourdough. We used to buy our bread just from the supermarket and it always came in plastic bags, of course, you know, and about, I don't know, Year year ago or so, we decided to stop doing that because oh, it's just, it's just madness. Of, well, not only the plastic, but the bread is so bad. It's crap. Yeah, it's so bad. So we're lucky. We've got a, a really nice bakery uh, nearby, and we now just take in a, a cotton bag that we ask them to put the bread straight in, and they do. First couple of times, they put it in a paper bag before they put oh, it in our in our no. in our cotton bag. Yeah. Like, well, we don't want you to get crumbs in your bag. I'm like, what's well, honestly? It's fine. I can deal with crumbs. I have no problem with it. So now they just pop it straight in the bag. and Straight in the bag. Yeah. What's really frustrating is all their cut or sliced bread is already in plastic. Yes. So you can never buy that. It's got to be the, that's fine, the whole. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't mind that. No, 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 neither do I. It's just frustrating that that's... That's the way they do it. Yeah. They do it. So I think one of the things that all of this is about is convenience. Right? I think our convenience has trumped our desire to do better for the environment. So this is one of the things that we have had to reframe and revisit in our life in order to cut back on plastic. Convenience currently, or used to for us, sit above our desire to do good for the, the planet. Now it has to sit below, mm -hmm. which means that if we're halfway to the shops and realize that we've forgotten our bags we turn around and go back and get them. Mm -hmm. If we've forgotten our keep cup and we've gone to get a coffee before we get the train, we don't get a coffee. And like they're not they're not big issues, but they are they are the kind of issues and decisions that people make every day where convenience is above their desire to do better. And I think we really do need to make that change because if we don't, we're going to continue to do what's easy. Because what's really <laughs> well, yes, it's annoying to have to go back and get your containers if you're going to the butcher and you've forgotten them. But it's more annoying to then see two plastic bags in the bin, which will end up in landfill or it'll end up in the ocean. Like, which is worse? I know. Exactly. You know, the three minutes that it takes to turn around and get your container or a plastic bag floating in the ocean for 
eternity, (laughs) you know. And I think if we start to reframe it that way, it becomes much easier to put convenience below. Below, yeah. So what would your key takeout be for this week? Start to think about solutions to these problems. Okay. So start to think about where you come across products that are wrapped in plastic that don't necessarily need to be and think about how you can reduce that over time. So let's say you, you get lunch from a sandwich shop every day mm-hmm. and they put your salad in a plastic container. Start taking a glass container and just ask them. Be prepared to have the awkward conversation and to be known as that person, like that annoying container-bringing person for, for a day or two, and they'll get over it. And because they'll say, oh, I have to weigh it in the, gla- in the, in the plastic container anyway. Yeah, it's like you're making it their life. You know, they try and push it back on you. And, you know, and you know what? If that's the case, and I have had situations where there's been places that just clearly aren't going to change their systems, mm-hmm. stop going there. Yeah, well, that's and tell very them, true. That's tell very them, true. say, look, that's fine. That's your system. I'm but not until come back. you're able, yeah. um, until I'm able to bring my reusable container, I won't be using. That's a really, I won't be buying my lunch. Really here. good point. Um, that should be the takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. Have the conversation and yeah. be prepared to say why. And also be prepared to look for other options or other solutions if they're not going to, to budge. And you know what? I haven't come across many at all. We spoke to our local Thai takeaway and said, if we bring our containers in, is that okay? And they said, well, we prefer it. We hate using all the plastic. It's just that everyone comes in and they expect it to be waiting there. That just means, again, convenience. You go in, you order at the Thai restaurant, you bring your containers and you wait. Like it's 15 minutes in comparison to five minutes. It's really not that big a deal. And here's an insider's tip. Thai, or any takeaway actually, pizza not so much, but that's in uh, cardboard boxes. Any takeaway tastes better in a glass container, trust me. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's true. I do the same at the sushi place. I'll just take, because they put, like they wrap their little sushi rolls in plastic and then they put their sushi in a plastic container on top yeah. of that. Yeah. I just ask them to put it straight in my straight glass in, container and it, yeah. they're completely fine. Yeah. So I, I think just be prepared to have those conversations and, um, yeah, start to think about solutions. You don't have to do them all immediately. I think that's where we get overwhelmed, but start to, to consider your options. And I guess that the other takeaway is stop putting convenience at the top of things, you know, and I, I could talk about that for an hour because for me that's a big part of slow living is having enough time to take a pause and go grab your bags, having enough time to think through your day and go, well, I may as well take my glass container for my salad, but just try and, and shove convenience down a little bit on your, your ladder of priorities. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. And, and see if that helps. But again, let us know how you're finding it, what your challenges are, if you've come across pleasantly surprising results or not so, not so mm-hmm. pleasant. Harder than expected. Yeah, yeah, I'd really like to know. And uh, yeah, keep, keep at it and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Jackrabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.